Do it when you feel scared. Do it when you're broke. Do it when it's not perfect. Do it when it feels out of your comfort zone. The lesson here is to just do it and get started. Thanks guys for joining me this week. I'm super pumped and excited to introduce you to this week's guest. Her name is Jennifer Benke and she is co-owner and president of United Federal Logistics and UFL Services. Welcome, Jennifer. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Monica. Absolutely. So Jennifer, I know that, you know, by doing my little background and research that you have started a business and that you're an entrepreneur and that you know, the starting of your business was a huge leap of faith. And I share that with you. We have that in common. So talk to me about that. You know, what happened? How did it get started? How did it come to be? Um, well, um, I guess it started with marrying my husband, Kyle. We got married in 2010. And when we were um, dating and engaged, he was getting his MBA at Emory. Um, I had, I've, I went to the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss. And um, we met and then we got married. and he really wanted to start his own business. He didn't know exactly what that looked like, but um, that was the main reason for getting his MBA. And he had done research. He had worked at um, UPS and one of the, his department was keeping up with the competitors. So he learned about the FedEx model. And with FedEx Ground, they contract out small businesses like us. So we basically networked our way in and I was kind of the face of everything. So um, I own the majority of the business, but um, we're definitely very much partners. So technically 51%. Um, we jumped in. Um, we, we had felt like if we had kept doing what we were doing, working for other people, then we would just keep doing that. So we, we realized if you want to change the course of your life, you have to just make the change and jump right in. So um, we started with three trucks and six drivers. We kind of got the business up and running within a month and a half, which is wow. kind of a lot. But um, we grew that. And then last year, we started a second company so we could be a carrier for people outside of FedEx. So um, we have customers like Amazon and Target, Ford, and C.H. Robinson and Arrive Logistics. So we have really opened ourselves up to a much larger customer base. And with the driver market, um, everything really changed and we really had to pivot our business. We went from primarily team drivers, which is basically two people in a truck for a week over the road. Um, a lot of times they didn't know where they were going. They'd kind of get one place and go someplace else. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they had schedules. So really, we had to kind of pivot our whole model. Um, we had drivers who want to be home every day, every other day. They don't want to be in a truck with someone they don't know for a week, um, especially after COVID. It really kind of threw a wrench into our whole business model. Um, so we started a second company, UFL Services, and that focuses on, we're in, we're in Atlanta, so it's a southeastern regional routes. Um, we're able to hire solo drivers. We have a lot of people who want to work on that side of the business because that's what everyone wants, the solo, the home daily, home every other day. And it's really great because it's less wear and tear on the trucks and we can staff them. One thing that was really hard for us in 2020 and 2021 was we had a lot of trucks that we were paying for, but we couldn't staff them. So that was really hard. So 
Um, as a business owner, you really have to look at what you're doing and always look for a way to improve. And if something's not working, you know, definitely don't make a split second decision, but evaluate it and um, figure out a way to move forward um, in a better way. For sure, for sure. So I know for me as a business owner, it was really challenging during those times and for you guys, for sure. And you found ways to adapt and navigate around that, which is, you know, perseverance at its finest, right? You're said, here's a wall, but we're not going to let it stop us. We're going to keep going. And so I know one of the notes she had sent me was, you know, finding the right people for your team at the right time. And, you know, I can share as an entrepreneur in that experience as well is, you know, I'm very particular about who can join my team. And, you know, you spend so much time on your dream and your, your business and what you hope and, you know, want it to be. And you want people to share that. And one of the hard lessons I've had to learn is that, you know, people aren't going to care about my dream as much as I care about it, right? Because it's our dreams, right? And so that's, you know, it is critical to find the right people to help you to achieve what you're trying to. But it sounds like as an organization, you guys did a really awesome job of leaning in to what your people's needs were and really reorganizing yourself to be able to accommodate that, which really helps them have their needs met as well, which is super important. Yeah, we, um, you know, when you start out as a new business owner, you wanna save as much money as you can. So you end up doing a lot yourself. Um, Luckily, Kyle and I are, very much a team. And we wore a lot of hats to the point where we kind of wait until we definitely need someone, you know, with the budgeting and um, being able to afford good help. So we, um, our first step was to hire a driver manager and he's been with us six years. Um, His name is Dale Moore and he's been so pivotal helping us grow the company. Um, And then after that, we hired a recruiter. She's amazing. She's our um, HR and recruiting manager. And we we are just alike, so we work really well together. And um, she helped us really grow with staffing and calling drivers. And she's been with us three years. And earlier this year, she reached her um, 5,000th driver that she called. So she, she has done a lot of of interviewing and getting the right people in. Um, And then we actually promoted um, one of our female drivers to a driver manager. Um, Dale was promoted to operations and safety director. So we like to promote from within, um, but definitely having the right people who see our vision, share in our dream. And we always want to be the type of place where people like to work and we want to make sure people feel respected and valued. And I definitely always call it a partnership with our employees because we're kind of all in it together. And, you know, we rely on referrals and um, just growing our driver base. And we have a lot of people that have been with us over a year. And with trucking, the the thing is you hear you overturn your whole staff 100% within a year. So um, to have people that have been with us so long and you know people many years with the company we really value them and we feel like when people you know can buy into our vision and our mission they stick around um there's definitely people that that don't and that's okay we still want to treat them well while they're with us that's amazing and it you know it's so true um 
when you're hiring for your team to get people that have that buy-in and share that mission and that vision with you and that want it as badly as you do. And, you know, that's been the cool thing for me building my business as well. And we're yeah. a team of 10. And at times we've been a team of 14 over the summer, we were a team of 24 because it was so busy. So it's like, you know, we've been, to, we've been and morphed and done all the things to try to, you know, um, have actively engaged, really want to be here employees that are working with us and team members. But you're right, it is partnership, especially when you're a small business. And holy moly, at 5,000 interviews of drivers, because, you know, one of the services that my business offers is recruiting in the property management industry. And so I do um, interviews of people um, for, you know, property managers and up, and then other members of my team will do the other positions, depending on what they are, or who has time and bandwidth. But, you know, it's hard out there right now trying to recruit and hire people, and especially drivers that have to be away from their families and away from their homes. And, you know, you guys came up with a solution to work around that. I really applaud you for that, because um, a lot of people would get would get stuck right there, right? They'd be like, okay, what am I going to do now? You know, and I think in the property management industry, not the same industry as yours, just logistics and shipping, but having people to do the work today is so hard. And, yeah. you know, in the property management industry alone, you know, it's, it's, it's hard times out there. And so, yeah. you know, having people that work for you for five and six years and longer is really, you know, speaks volumes of your all's leadership and what you're doing in your business. That's right to keep them there because, at the end of the day, I always say, you know, we change our, we trade our life hours for work because yes. we have to make money to support our families. And exactly. so having that balance and that healthy environment and atmosphere to be able to go to work and, and really value what, what your leadership is doing um, and know that you have a voice in being heard is so critical in today's market. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't know, believe it. I was looking at our um, payroll, our employee list, and we have um, 37 people on staff right now and oh my gosh. we've just bought some trucks and I think we have 25 so it's That's been a amazing. long journey thank you but yeah we're yeah, very much can, a team yeah you should be proud of yourselves it's not easy and navigating the waters of the last few years has been really challenging for business owners all over the map it doesn't really matter what you're doing it's just been really hard and I think we're all tired of talking about it and ready for some normalcy, yeah. but we're in this lingering age of what the great resignation and now it's what the quiet leaving and all these other things that are happening in the workforce and it just becomes so challenging. So when you can get good teammates and you can provide a space for people to work where they feel, you know, heard and, and seen and they have that promotability and growth opportunities. And that's really what you're providing is is those opportunities for them to grow and lean in and, and be developed further, which is really commendable. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, sure. yeah, speaking of the great resignation, we went through a period with COVID, we're in Georgia, and there were so many COVID programs for financial assistance. We went through a tough period where people just didn't want to work. Um, Cindy was actually talking to someone and she was telling our pay and we pay very highly. And um, the person said, well, you know, I'm making 1100 just on, you know, whatever benefits. He's like, it's not really worth it, worth it for me to, to get a job like that. But, um, you know, after Governor Kemp um, ended all the supplemental things like that, we had a big uptick in, in employees looking for jobs. So um, it's, 
it's, it was good for a lot of people who, you know, really are struggling and really needed stuff. But unfortunately, I think some people took advantage of the different programs. But for sure, for sure. Back to neutral on that. Yeah, I think so too. I, I noticed that too. And for my business, you know, because we, I primarily work in student, I work in multifamily, but the majority of my business, just because of the time that I've spent there in student has been in the student sector. And, you know, with schools shut down, it changed leasing and apartment life. It yes. just became completely different and it became very virtual. And so um, it's almost feels like, you know, how, when you go to the shopping to the store now and I don't know about you guys, but I went to a Walmart over the weekend, maybe uh, for a birthday party and everything was self-registered. You know, there were no more cards. Oh, yeah. there's, there's no check. There's no cashiers. Yes. <laughs> Except for like one that's leading like eight, eight, you know, checkout scanners. And I think that I see that happening more and more where people are getting more automated and more digitized in their services where it's possible but there are still pieces where it can't be done, right? And yeah. so when I think about, you know, people in the workforce in the industry, uh, in my industry, at least, you know, what we're seeing happen post pandemic is people are coming back and they may have served a long period of time in our industry, but they're not seeing the pay increases that they felt valued for, you know, yeah. and that they deserved because of their tenure and time. And so I've seen a lot of people leave. It's been a really a mass exodus to some degree that it's been surprising. But on one hand, it's not surprising. I'm seeing a ton of women leave the workforce and go do yes. great, awesome, amazing things. Yeah. And then, you know, it's it's rarely that I'm seeing people leave and make lateral moves. Um, they're really leaving and changing course. And I think yeah. that during the pandemic on another episode I had done in the past, we talked about how it just left us with ourselves. And time slowed down. And I do think the world needed that. Um, yeah. For me, it was a really awful experience, but in hindsight, a really beautiful thing because now on the other side of it all, how I'm able to look and view things is really completely different than prior to that. And so, you know, as, as horrible as last three years have been, <laughs> yes. and I'm grateful that they're soon going to be over and gone and will be a distant memory. Um, I've learned some really valuable lessons. And so I think that's the takeaway is, you know, keep learning, keep growing and, you know, kudos to you and Kyle for having a dream to follow it through and just do it. And it is a leap of faith. So, yeah, I mean, hiring people post pandemic, it's different and people are looking for different things. And, so it can definitely be challenging. And I know for, for your guys' business, for sure, because of the trucking situation and the railroad and all of those other factors yeah. and just even the ships being stuck at Harbor that couldn't unload the things that you guys probably needed to ship. I can you know? tell you more about that if you want to know why they were stuck there. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to know, actually. <laughs> so one problem, the biggest problem is everything was coming in from the ports and things were leaving California but there wasn't any freight going to California. So we only get paid for the drive time that we're under dispatch or loaded, but um, people would basically have to drive out their bobtail, which is just the tractor part, and then they would have to get loaded or the trailers, and then they would go. So with no freight going into California, people didn't want to go there to leave. So it was a it was nothing going in and everything going out. So that was, I think, one of the biggest problems why everything got stuck out there. 
That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm always fearful now when I'm ordering something, I'm like, is it going to be stuck somewhere or is it going to really come? Like, <laughs> well, that's actually, that's actually helped our business because uh, there's been a lot of ports, Savannah, especially in Georgia has gotten a big increase. So um, it's helped the East coast because everything got stuck out in California. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a benefit though, right? <laughs> yeah. So Jennifer, tell me if people want to learn more about your businesses and what you guys are doing, where's the best place for them to find you? Um, well, if they're looking for a job, they can call 404-334-3610, extension two, that'll get you to Cindy and she can help. Um, but the easiest is probably our website, um, driveufl.com. That'll take drivers directly to our page. And there is a homepage that they can select if they want to learn more about our company. And yeah, we're always looking for good drivers. That's amazing. If I know anybody looking, I definitely will send them your way. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining me today and talking to me about your business and what you guys have going on. I really enjoy getting to know you and more about you. And so listen, listeners, if you guys have any questions for Jennifer and or Kyle, um, feel free to drop them in the comments and we will look forward to speaking with you hereby soon in a new episode. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you, Monica. Bye. Thank you.